0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw podcast. My name is Randy. I am joined by Mr. Tron Carter, TC. How are you today, sir?
1: Hey, big. I'm good. I'm good. It's hot as shit here in Florida, but just, you know, suffering through. It's also Neil's birthday.
0: Happy birthday to little baby Neil. How, uh, do you know how old he is off the top of your
1: head? He's 33. 33. Wow. So it's up for debate whether he's still the kid or not.
0: But I know. I, th- I think he gave up the kid when he got married. But in any and then event.
1: tomorrow is Solly's birthday too. Right. So big, big run of birthdays here, you know. And it was, and it was America's birthday too.
0: I mean, all the heavy hitters are in July. Uh, well, TC, we got a robust agenda. I feel like you and I haven't really chatted in a while. Uh, of course, lots to catch up on. But the first thing I want to do, we got to thank some sponsors, two of them off the top let's start with Precision Pro, our good, good friends at Precision Pro. No Laying Up is brought to you by Precision Pro Golf. TC, as you mentioned, the weather is hot. Uh, I hope people out there are working on their golf goals. You and I, we set some goals. I don't know how you're doing with those.
1: (laughs) I I don't know. I don't even remember if I set any golf goals. I am going to go to the range this afternoon though. My parents picked Freddie up this morning they're taking him back to Atlanta for the next week while we move just down the street to, to a different house. But uh i've got some free time and i'm gonna practice this week Lo-
0: love to hear that you know one of my goals was to make more birdies than i did in 2021 and tc i can tell you that was achieved we have already achieved that goal smooth sailing the rest of the year on that one uh but whatever your goal is precision pro can help they have the smartest rangefinder in the game the r1 smart range finder or if you don't want that one their best-selling rangefinder, the nx9 slope There's also the all-new Ace Smart Speaker that provides audible GPS distances to the green and serves as your personal DJ during the round. Whatever one you you choose, Precision Pro offers one-of-a-kind mixture of innovative technology, premium quality products, and industry-leading customer service. You'll never second-guess adding a Precision Pro Golf product to your bag, and you'll never second-guess your distance. Listeners, you can receive $20 off any of these award-winning rangefinders. Go to precisionprogolf.com. Use coupon code NO LAYING UP, all one word, precisionprogolf.com. Coupon code NO LAYING UP at checkout. This year, measure improvement, not just distance, with Precision Pro Golf. Of course, we thank them. And I'd be remiss, TC, I said we got one more. That is Roback Activewear. They're gaining traction big time. We, we love the fit and feel of their gear, the quality is top notch three products I want to talk about specifically the performance polos fit so much better than your typical boxy polos. They have it all. Fire prints, classic stripes, simple solids, four-way stretch material is next level and wrinkle-free. Collars never lose their shape. Combine it all. And that is why rowback polos are unmatched. Second, Their performance Q zips are a game changer when it comes to they were great in spring golf. They're going to be great in fall golf. Might be a little too warm in most parts of the country right now, but stock up for the fall. Uh, You'll be throwing darts all day in those things. Perfect for a crisp early morning 18, a run around the block, a day in the office or a night out. They are the definition of versatile. And then last but not least, their performance hoodies, legitimately the most comfortable hoodies I've worn on the course or off. Hands down, the softest, stretchiest hoodies. These things are asking to be worn out on the links. TC, I know Randy, got- I just put
1: in an order for five different colorways oh, of, that's what- <laughs> of, of hoodies. And we've got some, we've got, a, a, I think, one of the quarter zips coming. We're working on some polos, all sorts of shit in the hopper. Love on, that. On, on the Roback front.
0: And if you haven't tried Roback, head over to Roback.com, R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. You can get 20% off your first order using the code trap t-r-a-p again that's roback.com for a generous 20 percent off your first order polos q-zips hoodies and tees trust us when we say you can't beat roback check them out now thank them very much for being a, a great partner as well uh all right tc oh man where do we Big. It's want to start? it's been
1: a little bit man you you know uh Gosh, Cody and I were on beginning of June. It's been like a month since we've been on together. Um, Cody and I were on beginning of June. And then I had a Boston shop sesh with our friend, John, as a And then we went and then you talked to Beth Ann about some LPGA, which, yep. uh, you know, a lot of interesting stuff happened in June with LPGA. And then, you, and then yeah, the guys from the, from the, the tennis podcast. my new best
0: friends god i love them
1: and you're just you know now you're 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 deep into that ecosystem you're like a mini celebrity you're in their (laughs) you're in their intro now
0: yes i was uh i was extremely excited to provide an introduction they they ran it on their 1000th episode which was a huge honor and they had very nice things to say about us the trap draw no laying up it was truly truly a mutual admiration society uh big shout out to to the the folks at the tennis podcast. I, I think we start there, TC. We we got a lot of sports going on right now. Let's talk Wimbledon. Who who are you I, rooting first, for?
1: No, for before we talk about anything, we got to talk about your pronunciation of Wimbledon. Oh yeah, so yeah, many yeah, so many people have been reaching out via DM, socials, just saying hey, like what what is up with 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 Randy pronouncing Wimbledon with a T, Wimbledon.
0: Okay, that very. Thank you. Uh, I will apologize to everybody uh, on listening back. I absolutely was pronouncing it with a T. I can say it was an honest mistake in my mind. I feel like I'm saying it with a D, but as I texted you the other day, I think it's just lazy enunciation, maybe some Southern Ohio, just weirdness. Um, I I don't know what it is, but I got to be very diligent about making sure I get the D in Wimbledon, 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 instead of just lazily saying it, Wimbledon. Which, even when I say that, I feel like it sounds like a T, but I, I'm in my mind, I'm picturing it with a D. So I, I don't know T's and D. Hey,
1: listen. I, at least you're aware that there that there's a potential issue there, and you're a, you're trying to you're trying to you know identify the issue and solve the issue.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love the I love the the Brits coming after me too. Like if if we want to talk about some weird pronunciations, British people and uh,
1: extra letters too.
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah, there's no R at the end of idea. What what are you guys doing? But thank you. I I do apologize. Do
1: and, see- and, and and before we get into Wimbledon too, I just want to say I know you're a big Boris Johnson guy. Yeah. I saw he I saw he stepped down today, which is thank you end of an era over there.
0: I know it's put, it's put a black cloud over my entire day, but thank you that well received. And I appreciate you thinking of me and I wish nothing but the best for my guy, Boris. Um, Did you
1: have a, a, you know, a chance last month to celebrate the, the, uh, the, what was it? The platinum Jubilee,
0: the platinum Jubilee. Of course. Of course I was, uh, I, yeah, I, I loved it. I I was rewatching the queen on Netflix. I was, you know, I was having tea every day at 4 p.m it was great Uh, i don't glad yeah i actually tried to read off on what the jubilee was i don't really understand is it just like a celebration of the queen or the crown or the i I don't know
1: i don't know the monarchy seems like a a (laughs) fraught outdated concept but neither here nor there
0: i read i read well i read it i read a tweet where it was like a a British person and an American person were arguing on Twitter and the British person or the American first said like nice monarchy. You got there, right? You guys got to, you know, essentially making fun of the monarchy in some way. And then the British person responded like, well, yeah, your whole society is being like ruled by this council of like grand wizards, just making pronouncements from on high talking about the Supreme court. And I thought, yeah, that's true. You know, we're, we're all very silly in our, and our setup and but it was ways. like the
1: live thing this week, you know that it was like H R E or H R H the honor, you know, some like their their whole system of lords and counts and yeah. viscounts and all that. Like they got they got more shit going on than than we do with the Supreme <laughs> Court and all that. Of so, course, of course, uh, magistrates, things uh, of that nature. Uh,
0: TC, you were locked into the curious. Oh, sits a pass match. I, I think we start there. I you you are on record. I, I think Nick Kyrios is is your boy, right?
1: He is. He is through thick and thin, better or worse. There's a lot of worse. Um, but yeah, I just find him to be really, really, really compelling. Uh I I respect his game. It's he's like a more interesting version of like Sergio Garcia to me, where he's just exceptionally petulant and immature, but also like really like exceptionally talented and he has never put it all together before and he can't get out of his own way. And it feels like we're kind of witnessing him finally getting out of his own way. Um, kind of like what Sergio did at the masters where it was like, I wasn't even really rooting for Sergio because I like Sergio. I was rooting for like, you know, conquering scar tissue and demons and all that stuff. So, and, and then I think Sitsipas is just a bitch. I think he's soft and, you know, his post game or his post round or post, you know, match comments solidified that for me, um, you know, just soft. He should, I, I agree with curious. He should have been defaulted from the match.
0: I, I do. I do too. I, so for folks that have no idea what we're talking about, um, Stefano Sitsipas played Nick Kyrgios. I, I don't know if it was round of 32 or round of 16. Anyway.
1: It was 32, uh, I think.
0: And um, I guess they used to be friends. Obviously, there's some some bad blood and tension and Kyrgios just has a way of creating a circus, right? He He's constantly arguing with umpires. He's yelling at his own box. He, he just he seems to thrive or at least need a a hectic atmosphere when he plays tennis and very obviously got under Sitsipas's skin. Uh, At one point, Sitsipas uh, just kind of absentmindedly whacked a ball uh, at the end of a point, and it was amazing. It didn't actually hit anybody directly. It flew over some people's heads in in the lower seats, and that's when Kyrios starts talking to the umpire like, you know, he should be defaulted. And I think there is like if curious does something like that, I, I feel like he's got a much shorter leash. Yeah. Um, they did not default him because the ball did not like directly hit somebody, which seems like a weird standard to apply for that rule. Um, but after that, it was just like, oh my god, Sispas was just losing his mind in re- real time. Uh Kyrgios at one point underhand served him to which Sitzpas just whacked the ball as hard as he could, uh, hitting the scoreboard behind him. A couple of balls at the net, Sitzpas, you know, easy putaways. Instead, hits the ball as hard as he can, trying to hit Kyrgios. Uh, One time he did hit Kyrgios. It just was... Kyrgios
1: was was complaining about... Sitzpas was taking so long getting his towel he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't figure out which one was his towel, the changeovers. Uh, like I guess Sitzapus has been known to like go to the bathroom and talk to his coach in the bathroom. Yeah. And you know, so like, he, like he's no saint either. And and he's yeah, we're correct. It's like, I would, I would much rather have somebody like Kyrios, who's clearly a, you know, clearly a malcontent and a nut job, but he's like, he's up front about that, right? Whereas the other guy is yeah. just trying to, you know, pin everything on this other guy and, and be holier than thou.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Kyrgios ends up winning. um It was a
1: ridiculous match.
0: Like it, it was, it was great tennis.
1: It was like just insanely good. And Kyrgios, like he's, you know, last set or you know, final set tiebreak and Kyrgios. Or it was a four set. I think they went to. I don't even think it went to five. Did it?
0: Yeah, correct. Four set.
1: Yeah, and like you know, like Kyrgios, like looked like he was going to give it away in the tiebreaker, and they were going go to go a fifth set, and then ends up like. He's just, the serve is huge right now. Ground strokes look great. Like he's supremely talented, but it's just, I feel. And then dude, McEnroe, McEnroe and Fowler were like riding curious, just saying how unacceptable his behavior was, how it was a disgrace to the game, all this shit. And I'm like, yo, like you're a, like the crowd is loving this. Be like you're John McEnroe of all people. Yeah. Um, you know, be a little bit more self-aware and see, like I didn't find any of it that, that boorish or unsportsmanlike?
0: You know, I, I guess by pure tennis standards, it was right. Like Sitspas would shank a backhand, and you could hear Kyrios just audibly like, "Nice shot!" Um, <laughs> it was just a lot of stuff you don't normally see in tennis, Spe-
1: especially at Wimbledon. Like especially, it's one thing when it's at the U.S. Yeah. Open and Serena's threatening to like kill kill a line judge or a ball girl at Wimbledon, but it's another thing when like it's a you know it's at Wimbledon and everybody is is on, you know, prim and proper and everybody's on their best behavior and they're all whites.
0: You yeah. Know? And, and I think where Fowler and McEnroe come from too, is, you know, they see curious week in and week out. And <laughs> it, obviously like,
1: like, like I'm just parachuting in for the majors.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. Where I think that's where people are like, Oh dude, curious didn't really do anything wrong. It, it's kind of like, you know, the, the person who instigates everything you don't really see and then the person who responds to the instigator we did see was Sitsapas. uh i i've never watched a tennis match where i was certain that they were just gonna fight like it was like oh. you guys just need to fist fight
1: like midway through the second set i was like this is going to devolve into like these two beating the shit out of each other with their <laughs> rackets and yeah. then you know the fourth set just turned into like really 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 good tennis and then and then curios was like he was hurt he like rolled his or he, he he That's pulled right. His, he his, he, he his, took uh, like a hip awkward flexor. fall. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, now he's going to and that seemed to kind of buoy him actually. So, I don't know. Wimbledon's awesome. I went I've been once. I went in 1998 and saw we were on center court. We saw Sampras and Steffi Graf and Goran Ivanišević oh,
0: all the hitters. You know. Yeah. yeah. A
1: couple of doubles matches. It was awesome, man. It was it was a really like it's it's all it's cracked up to be. I love it. And it's perfect time frame to like watch here in the States on a weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, I love it. Well,
0: so. as as we're recording on Thursday afternoon, I'm sure a lot of people will be listening Friday or even Saturday. Obviously, the Curious Nadal semifinal match. I'm hoping will be good. Nadal is dealing with an abdomen injury. Um God, that guy uh, just Nadal's Ned, also on, like all the suffers. Peds and like all well, you know. that's a legend. Yes, <laughs> yeah. um, I, still though, I his his ability to just and his yeah, he's a force to, like, of like force suffer, of nature. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like I'm turning into a big Nadal fan as he ages and just seeing him continue to do it. Uh, I definitely anyway.
1: appreciate him a lot more than than I used to. Yeah, and it's, then Djokovic
0: yeah, is like, looming in the finals in all likelihood. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: Kyrios, like not to dismiss, like he, he dispatched the Chilean guy yesterday and then, uh, Nakashima, uh, Brendan Nakashima, the American just, you know, dispatched him as well. So like, he's been, I was hoping we'd see the curious Rafa matchup, I, you know, hopefully we get it. Hopefully Rafa's healthy enough to play. Uh, otherwise like arrested curious going in against Djokovic in the finals, Could In a be, final. Oh my God. Epic.
0: <laughs> Epic, epic! I know. I I, I took Nadal in our DraftKings this week, but I, I almost think I am kind of rooting for Curios. Curios in a major final against Djokovic at Wimbledon will be must see TV. Yeah. Um,
1: and I, yeah. I I I do not know any of the women that are left in it. Like oh I've never God. like like Hale lost today or yesterday. And like I, I don't. There's they're still in the quarters right now. I think right or, no, or single just, no semis. And they, I don't know they, any of them well the
0: yeah the finals are saturday uh oh gosh what's her name uh, elena rybakina and ons jabeur is like yeah the women's the women's game is so wide open right now it's it's crazy um i i couldn't tell you really anything about either of them myself yeah. so uh yeah uh tour de tour de france tc oh i, I have to hand up I have not, I haven't seen a single, I, I haven't watched yet at all. I was, I was hoping you could maybe fill me in on, on anything I need to know before. I, Big, well, I got, in. I got,
1: I got good news for you. We're only on, it was stage six today. It was, you know, last couple of days have been kind of hilly. They were in, first of all, they were in Denmark for the first three stages. Yeah. What? What's, what's up with that? They, you know, they're just, you know, sometimes they go to uh, Belgium for it. Sometimes they go to Italy, you know, like there's a, definite, you know, kind of like, they try to bounce it around a little bit, but they got, they did a time trial in Copenhagen and they did two flat stages, um, you know, up, up in, in Denmark, West of Copenhagen. And then they did the big transfer day on July 4th. And then went you know, kind of up to the, uh, the Northwest, the, you know, Dunkirk, Calais, um, you know, kind of the Northern France there. uh, And then they're kind of working their way down. Uh, down the east border, like the east, like the northeastern border of France, right now. So they have not gotten to the mountains yet. Uh, big stage today, though. Uh, Poga car got uh, he 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 won the stage and is kind of starting to take over. The Belgians have been dominating thus far. Uh, our first mountain stage is uh, is is tomorrow, the eighth. So if you're if you're looking to tune in, tomorrow is a good day to kind of you know tune in. Perfect.
0: Uh so is is pogakar would he be the the consensus favorite?
1: He's the dude. Yeah, like he's okay. I think he's the one that won last year. He's Slovenian. Uh he's on the UAE. He's like super young. Like he's like young rider and like the guy for the next 10 years. Uh Woot Van Van Art, the the Belgian guy from Jumbo Visma. He's got the green jersey. He's been he's been dominating. Um Ineos the I think that's the Spanish team. They're currently leading the uh the team competition. Or or sorry, that was just the uh that was just the stage today. Let's see here. Hold on. Yeah, the green jersey points. Yeah. Woot Van Aert and then uh climber. That hasn't really even started yet. And uh yeah like like Pogacar is also eligible for the white jersey because he's um you know he's like a young rider still and he's the guy and then Ineos is in first, UAE's in second, but uh, we are gonna, you know, this thing hasn't even started yet. Basically, uh,
0: we're so what you're saying is we're so early in this.
1: Well, it's crazy, yeah, we're so early in this, and like the homeboys already winning, and we haven't even gotten to the mountains yet. Normally, it takes like till you get three, four, five mountain stages in you yeah. for those guys to kind of rise to the top. So, yeah, it's gonna be, and then there's an Australian guy second, a French guy third. Nairo Quintana, uh, of course, personal favorite of mine. He's fifth right now. So, and then uh, Primo's Roglic, Roglic, He's uh, another Slovenian cat. He's 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 hanging out in ninth. He's another stud. So, yeah, I, I, I can't, love it. Man.
0: I I can't wait till to tune in. You know what's been super disappointing? I there was a night earlier this week. So in the past. NBC would uh, it would always air on NBC Sports uh, Network, right? And RIP, RIP, exactly. And I, you could always count on in the evening, you know, American time, they would always replay the stage on NBC Sports Network. Yeah. Well, now, TC, they're they're throwing the replays on the cock, and I you know. need a and you need a subscription to watch it. It's it's terrible. So. I broke
1: down, and and we have a, we have a family subscription to the cock now. Through our Comcast, uh, you know, thing it was like either free or it was a discount. I just had to actually sign up. You're, so. getting,
0: you're getting premium.
1: I got backed down by the cock.
0: You did. You did. Uh, all right. What else is? Oh, NBA TC. The, the draft was a bit of surprise. paulo Bancaro goes number one to the Magic. My beautiful boy Chet Holmgren went number two to OKC. He looked
1: unbelievable last night in the summer league.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then Jabari, uh, Jabari Smith went three to uh, Houston. Houston, that's right. That's yeah, right. Houston's
1: building something. They got some interesting shit going on. Uh, your Thunder are they have they have a lot of length. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, I think they've gotten more skill now. And, and then they they got what that that French dude. They got some Euro I don't know dude. If he's or some yeah,
0: the guy they drafted last Ousman. year.
1: Well, and then they got oh. this Usman Dieng guy as well. Oh, right, right, right. Lottery yes. This year. And yeah. then I guess everybody's trying to tank for this French dude next year.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like 6'11", smooth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He sounds like he, he's kind of a can't-miss consensus, number one. Um, my my Kings took Keegan Murray at four. A, a bit of a – I think it was more of a, a, a fit pick everybody it's like a got, high
1: floor lower upside and it seems he, like he's a good character guy
0: yeah yeah
1: we'll see seems like they've got a glut of you know and then everybody was basically like jockeying for ivy afterwards right it's like i'm kind exactly. of shocked that they couldn't have traded out of that pick
0: so that's what i was surprised about as well so yeah Jaden ivy went five to the pistons which talk about a team that has something there between Cade cunningham okay. and now jaden ivy that's that's a very very fun backcourt but yeah i i think the kings you know we'll we'll see i i do like murray um he looked great they're gonna be
1: fun to watch
0: yeah exactly like i
1: like sabonis i think the you know the kid they got from baylor last year and then you know just some of the holdovers that they've got like yeah they've got some they've got some positional issues i think for sure but you know and, and they're probably a, a massive disgrace defensively They, they have
0: been for sure. And that's where new coach, Mike Brown, um, really hoping he, he solidifies and makes him a competent defense. Uh, very excited. Malik Monk is signing with the Kings reuniting with De'Aaron Fox. Uh, they got Kevin Horder from Atlanta in a trade. So yeah, I, I think, um, the Kings should be much, much more exciting to watch. We'll see if it's enough to, you know, to, to fight for a playoff spot, but
1: I'm scratching my I'm scratching my head a little bit. At the, I know, like the magic seemed like they went with kind of the safer, you know, like the guy can be an all star, but it just doesn't seem like he's. I don't think he has the potential to be like a generational talent. Like he's just going to be like a like a really really good scorer, right? And Chad Holmgren and the dude that they've already got were like best friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right? Suggs. Yeah, they played together. Yeah. Um, well, I guess they didn't play together, but they were. Both went to Gonzaga and Woodrow. well, they
1: played together prior, like on
0: oh A U, sure, yeah, sure.
1: in Minnesota. So, um, yeah, which I, Chet's, I, Chet's dad, what a what a menace! He's in like the the Xander Shoffley dad, the Stefan yeah. Shoffley. Like he's got the ponytail. He's a seven footer. You know, he. I'm Chet, a I'm a huge Chet guy, man. I love him.
0: Chet's just a very interesting. God, it's going to be fascinating how he holds up physically in the NBA. Uh, how effective he is. I, I'm with you though. I think Bancaro safe. I definite lower ceiling. Uh, and and that was a little bit surprising. I I the, the actually the more I thought about is it, it like I didn't love this draft. Um, yeah. and and I I think it is curious you don't go with Holmgren who his his ceiling is by far the highest. Now whether he gets there is obviously the question, but. My
1: my Hawks got the guy that you you had tabbed for for a top ten pick, AJ uh, AJ Griffin from Duke. Yeah, I guess he you know his his knees might fall apart. I wasn't but,
0: aware of the medicals. I, yeah. I, apparently, they were horrible medicals. Which listen, I, you know. But at the
1: end of the day, like if you know spot up like really really good shooter and yeah. you know good defender and. Somebody that's like can step in right away, like that's exactly what they needed, and then they made the trade. I have no idea how to pronounce this dude's name though. DeWante. DeWante. Okay, it's yeah. It's, okay, I was like I, Dejunte.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, DeWante Murray from the uh, from the Spurs. I I credit the Hawks. They're going for it. Uh, yeah, Murray's a young, really good point guard. Be interesting how you know to to see in reality, how he fits next to Trey young, but yeah, he, you can't say the Hawks aren't going for it. So that's, you know, that's not nothing in my book.
1: I wish the I like, I wish there was an out from Trey. I wish the Hawks could tr- trade Trey. It's just like, it's so limiting on how you play basketball. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's my, that's my biggest critique with, with Luca and the Mavs. I, I don't think it Trey is like to that point, but that's my whole thing with with the Mavs and watching Luca is just man, he just when when one person dominates the ball like that offensively, I, I get the metrics and I get you know the numbers say it's good, but oh, it's horrible to watch and I can't imagine having yeah. to play in in that system. Yeah.
1: And then yeah, it sounds like the Hawks may trade John Collins as well at some point. Like the I don't know, I credit them for they stood pat last year. They they they've been very upfront about like that being the wrong decision, and they've you know, move swiftly to rectify that. Um, so before we get to the Kyrie KD stuff, we got to talk about my jazz. I
0: know. I, I'm sure people are like, TC, what about your jazz? What do you think about your jazz? Yeah. And,
1: and really my Pacers are, are making trades with my Celtics as well. But the <laughs> jazz, we got to talk about the jazz, most jazz. Uh, Quinn Snyder, you know, leaving. That was, that was tough to stomach. I know uh, he'll,
0: he'll, he'll, he'll surface somewhere. He's, he's oh, yeah. a coach.
1: But it's, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I think, you know, I, I can't stand Rudy Gobert. I think he stinks. And I think he was miscast. Like, I, I just, you know, that, that wasn't going to work for the long haul. So I'm glad they got out of that. And the fact that they got that many picks out of it and that much out of it is insane to me.
0: I know it, it, it was a it was a haul. Um, I I'm with you. I, the jazz had to do something like they they just had to switch it up. So I give them credit for, I think it'll be interesting whether this proves to be a, a retooling or ultimately a rebuilding. I know they want to build around, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Can it, can I be honest? CC Donovan Mitchell? You don't really like. Yeah. Well, he doesn't quite do it for me as like the best player on the a guy. Team. Yeah. 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 That's my big. I think,
1: uh, yeah. Well, and part of it too is like they just didn't have any depth, right? Like they didn't have like when he gets hurt or, you know, if he gets nicked up, there's just, they had Jordan Clarkson had a pretty good season, but otherwise it's like, you know, Joe Ingles is, isn't the guy or. You know, yeah. there's just Conway's not a whole not going
0: to go get you. Yeah, Conley's not going to take over a game, right? And, and I do see where, okay, well, we need somebody who can take over a game and get baskets. And yeah, Mitchell might. I, yeah, they, they,
1: I have <laughs> confidence though. Like I, they have, you know, it seems like our boy Qualtrics Ryan is is <laughs> doing. Wade. You know, he's he's yeah, him and D Wade are they're willing to, like they're pretty provocative thinkers. And then they brought in Danny Ainge. Right. And Danny Ainge is a stud. So he's he's a good.
0: He's a good roster builder and like he proved in Boston, you know, he's he's not afraid to take big swings and really change uh, turn over a roster. So I and I'm they like, hired
1: yeah. and they hired a dynamic new young coach from, you know, kind of comes out of the Popovich stable. He was in Boston for a little bit where Ainge got to know him and you know. And then and then my guy Brad Stevens making making deals. Getting uh, you know, getting Brogdon from the Pacers yeah. as well. So uh,
0: uh it, it, so the big domino, right? And we can talk about the the Kyrie KD situation now is I, I feel like the big domino that's gonna fall in the NBA is where does Durant end up? Um, because I, I think it
1: seems like the Raptors are like the best the best pure option for it, right?
0: Yes, and you know, people much smarter than me say, you know, uh, uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, a package built around Scotty Barnes. Um, it, it's weird because the Raptors find themselves in this it, it's a fascinating I, I think it's fascinating to to consider the the position the Raptors are in, where they have a Scotty Barnes type. he just won Rookie of the Year like best case, he turns into a player like KD. I, I don't, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say he's never going to be quite as good as KD. But it's like, do you do you hold on to that? Or it's like, well, no, you can go get KD right now. Uh, but then you're giving yourself kind of a two, three-year window. But yeah. you instantly become like the best, probably the favorite to win the title. Because um,
1: that's like a flawless starting five then. Oh, my God. Fleet and and you know uh, Siakam uh, and Siakam and Anunoby all, yeah, all yeah all that stuff it's like holy shit you know um yeah i mean it's kind of like goes back to their they're pushing the chips in with Kawhi exactly right?
0: exactly right so i don't know if i had to guess i i doubt kd ends up in toronto uh but i really don't know where like i know miami wants to get in on it i know um
1: is Phoenix going to get in on it? Are my sons? Phoenix.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, then what's
1: Phoenix going to do with eight?
0: Well, exactly. I, I don't know. That's there. they're these, all these chips, right? I've heard Boston could be in play if they want to, if, if they give up Jalen Brown, which again is kind of like the same situation for Toronto. It's yeah. like, do you, do you cash in this young stud for, for a bona fide superstar? Yeah.
1: yeah. Even if he's soft as shit, like <laughs> KD is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still buzzing from the whole wind horse. What's going on in Utah? What? Yeah, what's going on in Utah? Why
0: well, you got to ask? Me, why would they do this?
1: I got to ask. Like, I what's going been. on in in Minnesota? Like that. Uh, you know, the A Rod and and those yeah. guys are taking over. They just spent all that money on Connolly, the the you the know Nugs. executive that came out of the Nugs, who's highly thought after. He comes in and makes a massive swing, and now they have like freaking twin towers right with gobert and and carl anthony towns but then like you know i guess this means they're going to get rid of d'angelo russell but that he's good buddies with towns it's just a weird deal
0: i know so again not my original thoughts but i i zach low for anybody zach low is like yeah. my favorite nba thinker and podcaster and um i forget who his guest was and i didn't realize this but the timberwolves in the last 33 years have advanced beyond the first round one time and i think his point was they last year they found themselves all of a sudden with this exciting team anthony edwards way better than yeah and and sooner than i thought he was going to be um and and i think they like wanna they want to go for it they want to like how let's maximize this group that the the people of Minnesota are into it. And I think that's cool. I think that's great for the league. It's going to be fascinating how Gobert you know, fits alongside Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Gobert's a great, great regular season piece. The whole thing is he, he just gets exposed in the playoffs because of a lack of offense. And so.
1: Yeah. But, you, but you have two crazy good offensive pieces, kind of bookending him. Exactly. With, you know,
0: and it's like, you know, Minnesota could find themselves as a three or four seed in the West. And yeah, that's that's exciting. So yeah, I've I've loved this NBA offseason. I've gotten super into
1: it. I'll tell you who I'm kind of like a little bit intrigued by what they're doing now is the Hornets for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like MJ is like the poster child for like everything not to do as a GM, but it it finally seems like they're starting to get out of their own way a little bit.
0: Yeah. They've, they've, you know, that's been a long time coming for them as well. Uh, to uh, kind of very serious note, the miles bridges just got arrested. Like that's not good for, for Charlotte. Um, (laughs) that's going to throw a wrench into the plans, but LaMelo way better than I thought (laughs) another guy way better than, I, maybe, maybe way better than I like wanted him to be is is probably the most accurate way to say. It. That,
1: that's how I am with like Anthony Edwards. I thought he was going to be like, you know, just hey, I got paid, I'm going to wash out. Like, yeah, I don't really like basketball, and he's like, he seems like a dog.
0: Yeah, like in the best way.
1: Um, how but, much right. would you
0: love if Kyrie ends up with the Lakers next to LeBron oh, again?
1: He incredible, incredible. If Kyrie. Like you know, but like levitard had something interesting yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw that. I'm just like I did not. Like Kyrie basically keeps getting rewarded, right? For not yes. you know, it's kind of like, all right, like Kyrie needs like everybody's like Kyrie needs to stop being a lunatic, stop like start being a real adult, da da. And it's like levitard was kind of like, I mean, does he? Like, or it's like it's 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 as much a reflection of us as it is of him, of like he wants to be treated a little bit differently than we have treated him in the past and everybody just keeps shitting on him. And like, that's fine. You can, you can continue to do that. Like I'm going to continue to do that. Cause he's a, he's a fucking lunatic uh, with like, like in, in like aggressively unintelligent, but, but like it's just bizarre that like he, he keeps getting rewarded for right. like, like he just opted in, you know, to his thing. And it's like 30, you know, 36, 37 million dollars. Right. Yeah. And then he's and then he's in line to sign another massive extension after this. And he didn't show fucking show up for work last year. Right. you know, It's right. crazy.
0: That's yeah, that that's a great point. And I think I'm, I'm
1: a- like, I'm all in on the Lakers being a flaming disaster. <laughs> and like, like, you know, who's kind of like uh, not really kind of like he's a massive disappointment in my mind. A.D. A.D.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. I 100 percent with you. Now he, you know, they did win the title his first year there in the bubble. So, you know, the, the old saying banners fly forever. But yeah, he's he's quickly becoming kind of irrelevant in my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. Talk about a forgotten
1: guy. It's like he cashed in his chips, went with LeBron, and it's like, all right, cool. I'm good now. You know, yeah. I'm gonna like, you know, kind of remove myself from the conversation. Whereas like you look at somewhere like Miami with Jimmy Butler. And it's like Jimmy Butler's done the opposite, right? Like, yes. like I'm a huge Jimmy Butler guy. I love watching him play basketball. And it's like, he's, he's, he's nuts. He's a dog. He's nuts. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's the guy I want on my team. Whereas oh, like hundred percent AD feels almost like dispassionate. Right. He's just like, yeah. you know, he's just like being a professional. Yeah. You know uh, what's going on with Beal. I like, I can never figure that out. Like at some point the guy has to want to win. Yeah, right? exactly.
0: Yeah. I put that in the notes. So he just signed a five year however, $250 million extension with the, with the Wizards and shocked, like, complete no-trade clause. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. I, from his standpoint, I don't really get it. I, the Wizards don't inspire me with much confidence. I'm shocked that he wants to tie himself there for five more years. Um, I, I don't have an answer for you. Is I, there an opt-out know.
1: or anything? Not it,
0: to my knowledge, it's it's five years, complete no trade. Jesus. Uh, um, Jalen Brunson got paid by the Knicks.
1: I, I think, which that's, I like that. I think that's. It seems like they have an adult in the room, and you know his dad's on staff, but it seems like they have a good point guard for the first time. Though, that stat the other day, I saw that the the Knicks have not signed an extension for one of their first round picks. In like fifteen years, <laughs> it was God, one of the craziest so thing I've bad. ever seen. Yeah, they've been so it's nuts. Bad. They've been um, so bad, you know. I, and I, then I, feel, I, I feel like I'm,
0: Kyrie, Kyrie or KD needs to end up on the other side of, uh, you know, on in Manhattan for the Knicks. I feel like.
1: Oh, well, I mean, KD would shrink, you know, from a from a media, social perspective. Like the heat would be too too hot on him, you know. Yeah then and then jaw jaw getting paid the, ja. the grizz that owner have you read anything about that owner he, he's remarkable in how
0: how hands off and how much he doesn't like want to be a part of things i think is, is yes. that right like that well, that
1: and just like how he made his money on like all these like overseas you know basically wireless networks and wi-fi and stuff like it's it's pretty both like interesting and also kind of sketchy and i don't think like (laughs) i think he was pretty light as far as like when he was buying the team and now he's more liquid than ever and has a ton of money but like i do respect the way that he runs the organization and they're spending money to keep this core together and 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 jaw it's such a fun it's it's a fun team it's it rules
0: and memphis loves them i yeah love what the grizzlies are doing i I think they're so good for for the nba
1: Did you see that um, that uh, video? I think I think KVV sent it over to us yesterday, where it's like Jaws in the breakfast
0: yeah, yeah restaurant. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's going back and forth Best. with the lady. It was awesome. She's Just like, like put do? a smile on my face. Yeah,
0: she's like, I I know you do something. He's like, yeah, I play basketball, and she yeah, she finally connects. Like eyes. I'm not I'm
1: not from around here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then she's like, yeah, I'm John Marant." She just goes crazy. He left her a big tip. It, it, yeah, yeah. It put a smile on my face. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, Well, we'll we'll definitely eat some more NBA check-ins as, as we, you know, get through the off season and in the fall as we near the start of the season. So yeah,
1: we didn't even mention golden state. I'm curious to see what's going on with the trailblazers. I think they're yeah. kind of in a new, new I thing like here. Lillard,
0: I, I, I think I, you can put Beal and Lillard in like, similar exactly right exactly
1: yes i think the the clippers are probably an interesting discussion uh the homegirl with the with the trailblazers she needs to sell she needs to sell both the seahawks and the trailblazers like get that shit figured out because i feel like both franchises are 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 suffering you know under the paul allen you know trust that they're that they need to liquidate uh like like it's like phil knight just needs to buy the buy the blazers right he's expressed interest and they keep saying they're not for sale it's like all right well yeah um yeah i don't have much on the what's going on with your reds
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're bad they're they're bad i I think but they're not
1: like fun bad anymore right
0: no they played too well they they had like a month stretch there where they were you know pretty competent they've they've been pretty bad the last couple weeks but uh, you know they'll, they'll lose right around 100 games
1: and whatever. has castellini showed his face yet
0: uh he did come into the booth one time to talk about like uh they were like raising money for the reds community fund uh, okay. the announcers didn't really press on anything, but i like attendance you got to go back to like 2019 i think for yeah p- kind of pre-covid uh attendance is down like So the last couple of weeks, they've had home stands against the Braves and Mets and Dodgers. And
1: it's just all away fans.
0: Well, I'll be looking away from the TV and I'll hear a big cheer. And it's, (laughs) uh, you just, you know that the, the opposing team did something good. Like they're way louder. Yeah. So.
1: then we can talk. I wish I had more
0: juice for you, but yeah,
1: no, all good. I was, uh, you know, I was kind of hoping it would deteriorate to the point of like, (laughs) I know. A, Me too. Uh, you know, forcing a change. But Me, too. Me too. I'll talk to the schlong and see what we can back channel with Manfred to, uh, Perfect. you know, uh, and then you know, NFL wise, Baker got traded yesterday. Now the That's Panthers right. have the, <laughs> two of the top three picks from the, uh, you know, was it 2018 or 2019 draft? I think 2018. yeah, whatever it was, Baker yeah. and
0: Darnold. Yeah, I don't. From the pan, I mean, I guess from the Panthers' perspective, I get it. it seems like a fifth-round pick on a guy like Baker who could could normalize the franchise and
1: and they're only paying him 10 you know they're only paying 10 million dollars of his salary right versus i think it's 18 they like he converted four into incentives and then browns are picking up four or five
0: i'm just dying for deshaun to get like a full year suspend like i I just want the browns uh, to get screwed honestly
1: i think they need to do more than a full year because the way that they backloaded the contract to where he's basically making like the veterans minimum this year. Right. Anticipating that he's going to get suspended. It's like, they should throw the book at him and say, cool, like we're going to suspend him for another season after that.
0: You know, which which I have no, fi- like Goodell will, you know, it will never happen, but
1: yeah, like, it's just so indicative of your boy, Jimmy Haslam. Like what a scumbag a
0: scumbag. I know they didn't do any due diligence. They, they didn't. It, yeah. And of course I'm biased to being a Bengals fan, but, I, I, I was, I mean, I'm disappointed in my guy.
1: Screwed. I'm disappointed in my guy, Andrew Barry. You know, I've touted him as complete yeah. rising star in the business. Like they have so much cap space going into this season. Uh, yeah. They could make a play for, for Jimmy G. I'm hoping they make a play for Jimmy G. It's him or
0: the brisket. If, uh, yeah. if <laughs> Deshaun cooking, gets slow cooking bedded. a brisket or <laughs> slow cooking a brisket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see. Well, I, I feel like we, we got to do a big NFL Round table we yeah. uh, as we move into preseason and, yeah. and whatnot. Uh, TC, let me let me thank our, our last sponsor today, DraftKings Sportsbook. They are giving all new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars if your first bet loses. We got golf going on, we've talked about tennis and the tour and baseball, of course. So it doesn't matter the sport, risk-free up to one thousand dollars on your first bet. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Check out all that they have to offer, including same-game parlays, player props, live betting, and so much more. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook app, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And if Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app. They are offering millions of dollars in total prizes every week. So Download and sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook to get in on all the exciting action for a shot at winning cash. New customers will receive a free bet up to $1,000 if their first bet loses. Sign up using promo code NLU to get this offer and start seeing all the great ways DraftKings brings you closer to your favorite sports. TC, I, I, I you know, living in Colorado. Uh, I have access to DraftKings. I, I did make two National League Rookie of the Year bets for, for this wow. year. Yeah, I, I took a flyer on Graham Ashcraft of the Reds. And then prior um, to the season, no, no, no. like okay. last week. Okay. I, and then I watched Spencer Strider for your Braves huh? against the Reds last week. He looks, I mean, he looks like the second coming of Roy Oswald, but with like a 100 mile per hour fastball. So I, I put a little Jesus. bet on him to win rookie of the year. Huh. Yeah. yeah we thank DraftKings for being a, a great partner of ours as well. And um, yeah,
1: TC. Randy, we- I'm, I'm just, I'm so far ahead of you guys in the in the dk thing you know i don't want to flex on anybody but like i could lose every bet for the rest of the season that's that's why i'm only going after winners right now because i could lose every bet for the rest of the season and still finish like two grand in the green
0: well and that's how these guys are are i mean that's the only way we're going to catch you is we just got to hit a long shot
1: yeah exactly you gotta you gotta root for shit to get weird exactly you know
0: exactly um all right, let's let's tackle some news. God, literally too much has happened since the last time we've talked, but we, we've got I, I've tried to single out some of the, the the bigger stories, the most important stories for us to talk about. Uh and let's go to the world of academia. A L- lot happening on college campuses. Uh I, I guess where I want to start is Texas AM apparently does not need to register like over a hundred million dollars in Russian and Qatari funding. I I hmm. I thought that was a little strange. Um,
1: Listen, we've we've always said bad, you know, potentially bad or sick people down at down at TAMU.
0: Truly, the sickest. Yeah, they got
1: they got one of the assistant coaches got caught basically talking about like paying players. You know, not like beyond the NIL stuff. The NIL stuff is is nuts.
0: Oh yeah,
1: like it's you know, like there was a kid I guess last week. The, the the head coach at uh, Florida, Billy Napier, the new head coach, hasn't coached a game yet. Okay, he had to write an open letter to the fan base because they're freaking out so hard. On like, they lost, you know, three recruits that they thought they were in the running for. One of them went to the U. Florida was offering this kid eleven and a half million dollars. Jeez, right? And you know, the U was offering him like eight and a half or nine. He ends up going to the U. And the crazy thing is, like, all that stuff is like completely the only way that the guys like that these players don't get that money is if they quit or transfer. Like, otherwise, like if they just, if they're third string, their entire career, they're free and clear on that. yeah wow. $11 million. I, I, I Like I'm also very curious on this, on all this NIL stuff, not to get us down this wormhole, but like, are, like are these schools like helping these kids do their taxes?
0: I can't imagine they are.
1: It's uh, like, we could be looking at, some massive, massive tax issues <laughs> down the line here, you know, in like two years after the fact, three years after the fact.
0: Yeah. Uh, under, under reporting income. Uh, I, I mean,
1: I would hope- Or just not, or just not reporting
0: income. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would hope the counterparty to the contract, right? Or some boosters or- Or some are, sort of agency that's- are, at least you. making sure that they're connected with people who can handle their, yeah. their tax returns but that's yeah. that's a great thought hey send
1: it hey send send, send that 11 million through, through to my cash app uh,
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Got it. because i mean that's the last thing that would be on my mind as a college kid right
1: yeah
0: like making your quarterly estimate payments um, which
1: and then on that note too like i was reading about that guy i went down the wormhole somebody i saw that he transferred to eastern michigan the kid that went to oh uh, money Bates, yeah, yeah, basketball, and then like, and then I wrote like uh, Brendan Quinn from the Athletic had a big feature on him, you know, a few months back, and and I wasn't really familiar with him, but like, what a interesting, bizarre, like strange situation that kid finds himself in.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know too much about it, but I've heard the dad is a lot. Uh, yeah. he like started
1: this entire aau or like you know right like like academy basically around his son and yeah the whole thing is just outrageous so yeah
0: anyway ohio state trademarked the i i think we we can all celebrate that big big win for buck tech
1: those fucking people man (laughs) like they they just they 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 know how to get under my skin of course of
0: course of course uh tc i have the princeton professor saga listed but i gotta be really honest i don't really want to talk about that people uh, people can read about it if they want i mean it's all
1: those pictures that that they had in the new york times i've read like the barry weiss the you know common sense you know for better or worse i check in on that newsletter i'm not i'm not a paying subscriber i just like i want to know what she's burning on right because i know like my mom's probably gonna talk to me about that. Like, yeah, you know, I I read Barry Weiss every week or whatever, but this, when she pointed out this whole outrageous, my, my husband's a professor at it's the Solvig gold lady. Her husband's a professor. She was a student of this professor. And I guess it came out that he had had an affair with another student way back in the day, ends up getting, you know, basically blackballed from Princeton. And then the New York times posts these pictures of this lady and it's like oh like these people like aren't even real human beings
0: no they're just the worst they're they literally just the worst and then people just dunk on them and i think weirdly like i think that's what they like they want and, yeah. yeah exactly and then the time, but it's like the times is like
1: what are what are you guys doing why why are we like why are you why are you like, giving them oxygen like yeah. shit
0: is burning everywhere and and this is where <laughs> you choose to like focus your you know the
1: culture wars randy uh,
0: immense yeah uh, immense like reporting capital like get out of here yeah. uh so anyway which yeah. this
1: was this leads us into this, this this tech thing of the google engineer that thinks the ai program that they built yeah, has become I, sentient god and I the love. fact the fact that they they like everybody was reporting on this with a straight face nobody actually like showed a picture of the dude or like like showed some of the shit like the other shit that he was saying and it's like Wait, like, like that's important context here. This guy's clearly like not, not right or not, not okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like we're talking about some some normal Google engineer who's just like a normal, well-adjusted guy who's sounding the alarm. It's like, you know, it's it, it it's outrageous.
0: Uh, exactly this was again people can google it back like early mid-june uh the guy's name is barry Lemoyne, i believe is how you pronounce it and i know the washington post had a big write-up that the headline the google engineer who thinks the company's ai has come to life um i don't know that made me laugh there were a lot of like really funny uh funny nuggets and then google's like no like this guy is nuts there's no evidence um so yeah i, I don't know um all right what else uh oh this was another one from kind of the tech world the la times i guess is fully staffing a burner account i i had to like dig into this i I didn't quite understand the premise of this yeah it's like
1: they're trying to basically like fight misinformation or like make you know catch people's attention with stuff like with outrageous like kind of like what we do with outrageous headlines and (laughs) news stories and stuff but like it's like this group of millennials that like Figures out how to like get it to go viral and all that, and I'm like, "All right, cool. That's that's where we're at as far as journalism goes. Like all these local newspapers are, you know, like it's like fucking LA Times is probably cutting their newsroom a couple percentage points in size every month, and and they have a fully, you know, they have a team of twelve people working on this fucking Twitter account.
0: Can, can I can I read a couple snippets from uh, <laughs> from this article? So known informally as the Meme Team. During its formation, the, the, the 404, which is, I, I guess, a project being built as br- the burner account, right? Uh, the, the 404 is the, quote, first of its kind collective in any major US newsroom. Unlike other social teams, including the Times' own audience engagement staff, the 404 does not create content to amplify existing journalism, and readers won't see work by the 404 on the Times' website. Instead, the 404 has been tasked with, quote, continually inventing new types of experimental content in the hopes of reaching younger, more diverse audiences who are not already reading or engaging with the LA Times. Like, like what? what does that even mean? What, that, what does that mean? Oh, my God. All these people are extremely online, the article says. It, it just is like truly, I, I just get so depressed reading this stuff.
1: And like all of this while Alden Capital buys buys up more local newspapers exactly got guts and you know and all which, that which weird.
0: i'd like to officially like i blaming this all on zuck and and cheryl like this is this is we we are living in the wake of like what facebook has turned
1: cheryl into. cheryl and zuck deserve to be in jail of course of period course. point blank by the way do you see that you see bezos you see that picture of bezos oh on space, space mountain, mountain yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Can I
0: tell you the only time I ever went to Disney World as a kid? I think I was five or six. Uh I had to ride Space Mountain. I had to ride in my own car on Space Mountain. I Is was so terrified. I, I don't know what happened. My dad, I think, went with my sister. I don't know how I got in my own car, but it
1: was it was terrifying. I um, never went on a, a roller coaster. I don't even think I went on I've only been to Disney World once. I was maybe in first or second grade. Uh the only time I've ever been on roller coasters, senior year of high school. It was like the you know, the end of high school or even it was either high school or grade school. But I, we went to six flags and I went on some roller coasters and I was like, Oh, like these are kind of fun. Like I'm not scared shitless. And that's exactly you know.
0: what was my experience. I hated them growing up until I hit like high school. And then I went back on them. I was like, Oh, this is really fun. Um, yeah, And I don't think I've been on a roller coaster since like I've been 18 years old.
1: Did you see the thing Spencer Hall the, the uh, video Spencer Hall tweeted out about the, the like the the fireworks going off in the people's front yard? I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> I watched that like six six or seven times. Showed my mom last night. It was it was like the highlight of the week for me, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was.
1: Uh, TC, did you catch the news about the the huge brawl on Carnival Cruise? I did. That was that was a highlight of last week. Um, you know, just massive brawl. I guess it was all over a threesome. There was a threesome. Yeah, what happened?
0: Yeah, the 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 melee began about two a.m. near the ship's dance club uh, and casino. <laughs> there's there's viral video. I you know I, I, the video was a, a little
1: disappointing.
0: I it was when you see the headline, I'm like, oh yeah, this I yeah like give me all of this.
1: You ever been on a cruise, Randy?
0: Uh, TC, the last one, I, spring break at yeah. Miami, senior year, just a yeah. complete shit show yeah
1: i've only been on one ever and i i don't really the only place i really want to go on a cruise i do like a norwegian one like to go see the fjords or i do alaska Alaska. Like that's the way to go see alaska but otherwise i'm good on like i don't not need to be in a confined area you know even before like pre-covid i was good and now it's like with norovirus and all that like i do not need to be on a ship with two thousand other people yeah
0: i know. You know i i'm with you my parents did an alaska cruise several years ago and was like one of the highlights that they've ever done i'm, I'm with yeah. you on that um oh my god tc there's a uh, there's there's some breaking news breaking uh,
1: across the wire
0: the theranos ex-ceo sunny balwani found guilty in all 12 fraud charges wow Six months after uh, Elizabeth Holmes' conviction, how about that? Nice.
1: Congrats, big.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, God, we got to get Cheryl and Zuck in jail. We got to get them at some point, TC.
1: We do, we do. We got to get a lot of people in jail. <laughs> um, uh, speaking what? of jail, YSL, I, like they're yeah. so they're so undisciplined. <laughs> I guess Neil's buddy and like our our buddy Magic Jeff from Atlanta. He he sent us another update yesterday. He said, uh, you know, he said that they're they're threatening witnesses again mm. from jail, and it's like guys, like we can't be having that. I was talking to my mom about YSL last night. Where does she, like, she?
0: I'd love to know where Peg falls out of like, the YSL she was like, stuff. She's like
1: Todd. Have you? You know, because there's all you know, crimes gotten really bad in Atlanta. Buckhead's a mess. Midtown not quite as much, but she's like Todd. Have you heard about these these two rappers, Gunna and uh, and and I think his name is Young Thug. And they're in jail and, and, you know, it's racketeering and like 12 murders and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, mom, like this is some real shit, you know? We're like, mom, uh, thanks for not listening to my, the Trap Draw <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, it just, you know, we're monitoring it. But YSL needs to, you know what, take some pride in it. Quit being sloppy. Uh,
0: and another thing on the, on the jail front, the, the crypto queen is now oh. officially on the FBI's most wanted list. Will you explain the crypto queen? Of course. Your girl, Ruja Ignatova, better known as the crypto. This is like, you know what this like immediately brought me back to was, um, chemical Ali in in the (laughs) Iraqi war.
1: (laughs) Chemical Ali was the goat,
0: the goat. She was the goat. Uh, the crypto queen was charged in 2019 with eight counts, including wire fraud and securities fraud for running the Bulgaria based OneCoin limited as a pyramid scheme. Uh, According to prosecutors, the company offered commissions for members to lure others to buy a worthless cryptocurrency. Uh, I'm not sure how that differs from all cryptocurrencies. She timed her scheme perfectly, capitalizing on the frenzied speculation of the early days of cryptocurrency," said Damian Williams, uh, not to be not the NFL running back, as far as I know. Uh, this Williams is a top federal prosecutor in Manhattan, but she's disappeared. TC, she she's apparently she might be in Greece. Um, the the last anybody saw, she had boarded a flight from Bulgaria to Greece, and nobody's seen her since. So, hundred thousand dollar reward though for information leading that to that doesn't
1: seem like enough
0: to, to the capture of the of the crypto queen.
1: I feel Maybe, like Solly. <laughs> we need to put Solly on the exact case.
0: so Solly, Solly might take his payment in, in crypto. Uh, uh what else? Do I have Mark TC. Oh, China. China. Yeah, there, China's yeah. buying North Dakota farmland. I I I really haven't waded into that as much as I should. I, I our boy Huntsman's it's, been
1: all over it. It's, it's, it's this big, it's this big uh there's this big Air Force base where like a bunch of the drone technology, I guess, is located yeah. up there. So it's right down the street from that. So they're all worried that there's gonna be all sorts of, you know, uh, SP, you know, espionage and technological, you know, like they 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 can basically pick up a lot of the waves and and you know, spectrum. Coming off of that Air Force Base. By the way, did you see the, you see the rockets that hit the fucking moon? No, what I happened? I could have sworn I sent you. Dude, they found like NASA or these like astronomers or I don't know what people that study the moon are called. Um, but like they found evidence of like they knew that something left Earth's orbit and hit the moon. They thought it was like a Falcon Nine, like the SpaceX booster or whatever but it was, I guess it was a Chinese, allegedly a Chinese rocket. The Chinese are, are totally denying it. Um, But yeah, there's like a, there's two crate, two new craters on the moon oh, and shit. they had to, you know? And so, yeah, dude, like the, you know, wars are going to space, man. Space is going to get crazy over the next 10, 20 years. DT was on top of it with the <laughs> space force. He was, he was. <laughs> um, Yeah. And then, that, and then, and then, there was like, dude, the other night there was a, some UFO, like all sorts of crazy shit with UFOs going on right now, man.
0: Uh, I did see that the, that video from space
1: and yeah,
0: I was, was laughing was, at <laughs> some of the, the replies was like, dude, that's just a bug on the lens. I Who knows? I,
1: <laughs> and then, the, but, and then there's, there's other stuff like off the coast of San Diego they keep seeing these you know, like they look like flares, but they're up there for 20, 30 minutes. You know?
0: You know what we should effort is like a a real like somebody deep in the UFO scene would love yeah. to like talk to somebody like that for an hour.
1: Well, there's all sorts of like congressional stuff going on right now that they're basically saying like forcing NASA and everybody to like have hearings on it and like there's like a dedicated task force now that's like UFO task force. Yeah. So uh, you know, not that we don't have more important fish to fry, but
0: listen you know yeah uh the, the last things i I don't know if we want to really dive into these i, I feel like um, I feel like it's
1: just monitoring some of it's just monitoring
0: yeah we're monitoring i, I think we might be due so what we'll, first of all the giant snails are in florida i, I don't, I don't
1: <laughs> shut down a whole town yeah what do you know anything about them like what are they where they come from They're like these massive poisonous like snails that are like the size of your head They're crazy cool. Uh, they're like, yeah, they're like an invasive species. They're isolated. There's only been certain sightings, but I guess they're all over this one town.
0: Okay. Uh, so. And then a, a couple of local Jack stories Our our guy, Nate Monroe, I guess was getting tracked. I, I think we might need to get Nate and or Lou Turner on to, to maybe dive yeah. into this whole story, but not, yeah, not Nate good was, on the surface.
1: Nate was, you know, falls deep into the J E you know, Jacksonville electric, kind of agency. And then the Florida Power and Light, there's all sorts, you know, it's Florida. There's all sorts of sketchy state government private sector dealings going on. Uh your boy Daddy D, uh, <laughs> Ron, Ron. uh Ron Ron. You know, Ron. but but basically it's, you know, like Nate was digging in on all this stuff. And Florida Power and Light was like basically hired people to, you know, track his movements and do surveillance on him. So, and Nate's been on like, that. he's been, he's been, um, you know, like, like he, he might win like a Pulitzer for this, for this investigator. Like it's big, big, big J journalism. Mm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, this guy killed a, killed his neighbor's rooster. One of Aaron the better Jacks videos, <laughs> One, one
0: of, maybe the best video to come out of Jack since the, uh, the, the Jaguars, that, that lady, a fan of the Jaguars. I'm, I'm drawing a blank uh, on the specifics.
1: Yeah, just the uh, you know, oh, shit. I forget the quote now. Uh my new beach house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, certainly not. <laughs> and then yeah, out by you, uh Ed Werder. He was He's pissed. Vivid.
0: He was pissed, DC. I, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm not doubting. So Ed Werder was pissed that he had to bag his own groceries while employees just stood idly by. Um, I will say, on the ground, firsthand experience, most everywhere I shop, there's there's there are ample self-checkout areas, but I I always choose to, to I'm go same through way, the line. Randy. I, same I just way especially if it. I have
1: produce. I don't want exactly. to have to key that shit in and weigh it. And then, you know, if I don't put it in the bag immediately, I'm a very much a I and I'll pay more, I will pay more. Like if they don't Kroger Publix, Win Dixie, Whole Foods, don't get any ideas, but I would legitimately pay more for somebody else to check me out, you know and bag it i don't want to bag it
0: i yeah I, like i can bag it but you guys you guys have much more practice i feel like they can do it much more efficiently than i can
1: which i think we talked about it too uh, and how disappointed i was with king supers when i was out there are you still shopping at king supers what's your
0: yeah so i i go to you know if i'm just in need of some small things i go to there's this place on 38th called locavore which is kind of like a. It's like a local Whole Foods type grocery store. Um, really good stuff, you know, meats and whatnot. But, you know, you're going to pay a little bit more. But when I really need to like stock up, I go to King Supers.
1: Okay. And then actually I went to a High V last week in Iowa. Uh, people had been raving about it. It was good. It was fine. <laughs> no biggie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, all good. Just, just it is what it is, you know. Um, and then we and then we got plenty of uh we got plenty of airline stuff that we can catch up on maybe we do this again next week you know kind of keep it rolling with i feel like we've got plenty more in the hopper as far as news stories and such do this again next week and then we'll pretty soon we're off to Taurus sauce so we're gonna have to get get ahead of it we're planning some perfect clubs Um yep. you know we're, we're planning some some more some more interviews yeah but you know it's just a matter of kind of uh you know, undisclosed location where we're going for the sauce, but we will be off the grid for like two weeks.
0: TC, just breaking. Nadal has withdrawn.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Bummer. So, Kyrgios is like through to the final.
0: Kyrgios is through to the finals. Holy shit. So, we'll get Djokovic versus Cam Nori uh will obviously be played that's the other semi-final but Nick Kyrgios is is through to the finals and it stinks for an adult too because he had won the first two grand slams just bummer for tennis but yeah mm. m- massive news if
1: Nori beats Djokovic though that's gonna suck yeah oh that would blow uh I, I will say the one thing about Kyrgios I forgot to say this the one thing I will say is he um it's really disappointing he signed with uh he signed with Naomi, Naomi. his agency. I know, which sucks. I guess he's, I guess he's a longtime client of that her dipshit agent. But, but man, that's disappointing.
0: And speaking of her dipshit agent, uh, Paul Doherty, the the Cincy Inquirer columnist, just retired. July 1st oh. this year. My mom is apoplectic.
1: Is there somebody to like take on the mantle? Uh,
0: I mean, nobody. You know, in time. I, of course, that the, there are people that are going to write columns, but nobody with his kind of yeah. standing in the community.
1: It's like Gene like Frenette down here in uh, in Atlanta or in Jack's or like Mark Bradley in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, uh huh. I will say the Inquirer is a bad newspaper.
0: Well, it's, it's what, what is it? It's, uh, it's Gannett, right? Gannett. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gannett now. Like they hardly do any local.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a bad newspaper even before that, though. You know, it was, it's was a rag. <laughs> I mean,
0: sure. But I, again, this goes back to Zuck and Cheryl and we need to, we need to, they need to be jailed crimes against humanity. Let's, I agree. Take, let's I agree. take them to the Hague. Let's take them to the Hague, TC.
1: Um, yeah. All right. We need, we need, we, we need to do something at the Hague,
0: right? We do. We do. You and I need to get to the Hague at some point, maybe take in a trial.
1: Yeah. I would love to be a
0: you know honorary observer. Do they need jurists there? I, how can I be a jurist? Solly, Solly got summoned for ju- for jury duty. God, speaking
1: he's, of, he he got home from vacation. He had a jury duty summons <laughs> waiting for him, and it's like a day before we go to to uh, sauce, and he's like freaking out. I'm like, dude, I think they like they certainly have like you know hardships or you know exemptions, and like yeah, like you got to go the next time or whatever. But like yeah, like. You know, life does happen sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's like talking uh, off the ledge this morning. <laughs> well,
0: TC, always, always fun to uh, to catch up with you. Like you said, you know, we'll have a mix of just stupid random chop sessions and then some some pre recorded kind of evergreen stuff as we're away on tour of sauce. But yeah, good good stuff. Long overdue. Uh, enjoy the. You know, enjoy the tennis this weekend and the and the tour and and all of that fun stuff.
1: You too. You think uh, you think Djokovic wins it all? Or you think Kyrios? I
0: I mean I do think Djokovic. He's he's just too he God, he's just so good. He's he's so yeah. good.
1: He's just like brute force of nature. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's it's so like everything's just so polished and elevated.
0: That's exactly
1: that's exactly so. it. All right, well, until next time.